0: Test, test Can you guys hear me? Excellent.
1: I'm more interested in what Jared sounds like. Who gives a
0: shit? Excellent as usual.
1: Yeah. It's probably about the same. Is that the old mic or new? That's the old one. Fucking $140
2: piece of shit. It doesn't mm. even work straight out of the box. Awesome. What are you downloading some... Firmware support, or what's it won't even recognize it. I've plugged in USB 2.0, 3.0, fucking plug it in my ass for all I give a shit. No, nothing try, to oh, the, try your ass. <laughs> that's really
0: what you need.
1: Why did you introduce that? You knew what we would say.
2: Well, I know my audience. What movie are we doing first? God damn Come it on. Look Come at on, the dude. screens
0: brother Come on yeah. man You know better than this I'm right.
2: not paying attention To your stupid Fucking backgrounds Mine is excellent I don't give a shit Hiro. I'm thinking we should Cut the blue wire
3: Hey wait What That's
0: not what I'm thinking What do you think Maybe the red
3: No No I'm, I'm thinking that it's eight
0: minutes and 42 seconds We can go upstairs pay for the bomb squad I have a cappuccino
4: I'm cutting the red wire Okay Help oh. What? A minute ago, you said it oh. up.
2: Uh. <laughs> Nearly a catastrophe, huh?
3: <laughs> I'm cutting my way. See? See? All done. Roger. Yeah. Grab the cat.
4: Grab the cat. <laughs> They're back. Lethal Weapon 3.
3: Hiya, <laughs> hey, we're looking for a friend of yours named Travis. What yeah. okay, hell? I never heard of him. Wrong
4: answer, wrong answer. <laughs> wait,
3: right. wait, I'll leave my car here and I'll come with you. No, you're not coming no, with us. No, 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 yes, no. I am. All right, I'll take my car then. No, you're yes, not. I am. I can't believe you did that. I got a spare in the trunk up there.
4: Freeze,
3: I want you to see something about she has a gift. What's this? Hey, you okay, honey? I just uh, freaked! Hey, at least it's five of the man.
0: Yeah, I know. My girl. I never made it with another sergeant before.
3: Hello, car 54, where are you? The
1: only thing they do contribute is mayhem and chaos.
0: Chaos and he's
3: mayhem. You have the right to remain unconscious.
0: Anything you say ain't gonna be much. Mike's is a little, I don't know, maybe he's covering the fun part with his head. I am. Ah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs>
1: Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Everyone's backgrounds are set for this audio medium mm-hmm. for everyone's pleasure. Uh Hiro uh chose to um I guess start our episode off on uh Lethal Weapon 3 back when well, I don't want to say no one hated Mel Gibson cuz as Hiro has pointed out in our year of 1992, I was but just a mere child. But maybe Hiro you can explain. Just for the, the point that you're trying to make, this, were, this was the, the salad days for for Mel, right? He was a movie star. Women loved him. Men wanted to be him. There was no oh, yeah. controversy yeah. at that time.
0: At the top of the mountain, you know. Uh, is this he, peak,
1: Mel, do you think? Or it definitely wasn't Ransom. We, we covered Ransom last year for 1996. It depends on what you call 90s?
0: peak, right? Because, you know, he goes into his whole I'm a director thing and then he wins, you know, best picture, right? And then he makes ninety five a shit ton of money on uh, mm-hmm. the Passion of the Christ because he like they, look nobody wants to make a Jesus movie but guess what he was early on the old uh, right wing America the underbelly of America he was there yeah first and foremost oh, yeah okay
1: I, I see your point I, I don't think most people would say that. Uh... Even filming Passion of the Christ That he was That was Pete Because I think uh, He was already starting to show The signs of uh, The the crazy At that point But Braveheart I'll say Braveheart How about that
0: He was I don't know man I mean He predicted You know The Trump era Where people would Like he was out of the closet Before anybody else was On that On that uh, side of the aisle You know what I mean He monetized it
1: Unlike some other actors (laughs) uh, His wives get uh, Attacked For being bald Uh feet firmly planted in the closet, <laughs> slapping away. Uh,
0: I, I, you know, I had a timer set as to when someone was going to bring this up.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, it's great. You know, I, at least let me be the one to do it as the editor, because uh, this episode is for a June release from Night Two. so uh, I don't know what the, uh, I'm already seeing the reaction that it's like, you know, we don't fully understand the complexities of a multimillionaire uh, when Uh, He is mildly insulted, Uh, so I I won't dive into those waters, because I don't know what it's like to be a a deeply closeted gay man and have your (laughs) attacked by a comedian.
0: Is he deeply closeted? I don't know this. (laughs) Aren't all those Scientology
2: dudes (laughs) a little (laughs) little different? A different yes, yeah. but,
0: I mean... Let's I've... play
1: bingo with Scientology men. Hmm.
0: <laughs> Tom Cruise.
2: What's the common thread here?
0: <laughs> Tom Cruise has sired children. Tom You're Cruise will it. not be slandered <laughs> by in front of me.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to see the, uh, the DNA results first. But, uh, you know, so did Michael Jackson, too. But that was for different uh-huh. reasons. That he wanted to sire children, so... Thankfully the Lord took that problem out of our hands And those <laughs> Suggesting some nefarious <laughs> <laughs> motivations. Welcome to our Lethal Weapon 3 episode.
0: Michael uh, Jackson we rocking on- the turkey baster.
1: <laughs> we were on topic Gross. briefly. Surprisingly, Hyro was on topic. Uh he's he's in rare form. Um I'll start with a little story about this one because Hyro likes to make fun of our youth. Uh this was my first experience with a lethal weapon series, and so I would have been uh, let's see, nine years old, I guess, watching this. With, can I ask, uh, like, why peers. do
0: we always in every episode tell our age at the time? Like, we're, this entire you actually, you year is more. 92. I would have been. You in- bring up.
1: Well, I mean, I'm trying to be accurate. I will turn 10
2: at some point. That's fair. I stand corrected. We have to remind ourselves every time that we record, how old was I again? That's for your sake, Hyro. I
0: know. Because it's just bringing the age thing on me. Like, I was already, like, I had a full mustache and a beard.
1: Finger and butts. The point I was trying to make, Hyro, is I had no experience with the Lethal Weapon movies. This was my first one, because um, I'm not saying that I was you know too too young to be watching these type of shenanigans but uh when did the first one come out was it early to mid 80s 87, 87 so, I think. yep oh 87 is the first one yes sir
2: got them out oh, quick so they
1: they, <clears throat> they did bang these out on a you know fairly regular release schedule uh I'm watching this with my parents and uh just to show you that I've not really matured much um, <laughs> I had the same reaction I did now as a damn near 40 year old man uh so at 9 years old I'm seeing Mel Gibson with this hideous wig that he's got on. Uh, Dan Glover basically saying the same line over and over, like, I'm too old for this, uh, which I think even at that point was uh, a trope. And, uh, of course, then we get Joe Pesci coming in, doing his version of a Scientologist, I guess. I don't know what's what's going on here in, in the <laughs> real estate game. What are you <laughs> implying? <laughs> I do like the hair on Joe Pesci. I'm going to attack Mel Gibson's hair, but Joe Pesci's—that's a look for for Mr. Goodfellow there. Uh, I don't know if it's attractive, but it's a choice. And I lean over and I ask uh, my dad, "I'm like, um, is this supposed to be funny? Is this a comedy? Like, what is what what is this? Because up to that point, when I saw an action movie, especially one that was a series coming out of the '80s." It would be like Total Recall funny or Commando funny where it's over the top. It's it's amusing. I'm reveling in just the testosterone, but you wouldn't label it as intentional comedy necessarily. And I'm not finding this amusing even at nine years old. So I'm asking him, is this supposed to make me laugh or is just just absurd? And he's like, what, have you not seen any of the Lethal Wep- Weapon movies? Which that struck me as odd because at nine years old, Hyro, this is the point of it. I have no buying power. Where the fuck... There's no streaming service. If he's not introduced me to Lethal Weapon, how the fuck am I supposed to stumble across it?
2: <coughs> Underground Lethal that, Weapon watching parties that you nine-year-olds yeah. are having. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can rent it for me or take me to the theater. That's it. That's the only options I have. I found this awful, and I didn't really finish it. And when I say I didn't, you didn't really... did finish it? No, uh, because really? I hated it... For the first half hour, and then I realized, because I'm I'm like hate watching this thing now as a forty year old man. I'm sure at nine years old I was just like, mm, I don't, you know, I'm thankful to be at the movies, but I, this is not really my bag. Uh, there's like a half hour where n- nothing moves forward at all. There's no plot progression. It is just these two cops that happen to stumble <laughs> into crime, be it jaywalking or just <laughs> someone bringing out. A machine gun uh like a hot dog stand or something, and they're just always there they're always, it's it is so absurd that I feel like it's not that far removed from um I think loaded weapon was like the the spoof of this yeah. like the naked gun type thing it's it's already in that realm. I don't remember that about the first two when I double back. I felt like they were- at least a little bit more uh Shane black uh sort of eighties uh masculinity, not so much here, so I don't know if Shane Black actually had anything to do with this one. But uh, I'll toss it to Hiro, since he he lived the, the birth of the Lethal Weapon series. Am I just off on this one, or is this like Beverly Hills Cop 3, where it's like such a step down that it's not a good reflection of the series
0: as a whole? I have no recollection of any of these movies. Um, not a fan? No, I honestly not. I They were okay at the time, you know what I mean? Like, you just watched it, whatever. And I, I remember them being a thing, but I, like you, didn't fucking find the dog biscuit thing funny I don't find that kind of humor oh. funny Ooh. oh Mugging god
1: to the hilt here yeah, Jesus Christ geez. no I, I figured
0: you did buy into the dog loving you know what I mean the way he he gets down and makes out with a dog and then
1: that gag only works if the dog attacks him if he sticks his stupid fucking Australian face in it and he he thinks that he's the dog uh, I like how you throw Australian him.
0: on it. like you just oh. like, that's the <laughs> slander you throw at him <laughs>
1: I guess technically he was born in America, but you know, we're not gonna claim him at this point, even though Hyro is saying that he's basically the the, the prophet for, for modern Republican politics. He sure is uh, Mel from Australia.
0: He's like the Pied Piper.
1: Give me my eighteen dollars! Mel Gibson!
3: Oh my Savior! My You're actually here! Mr. Gibson, I have assembled the message. We are ready to do thy bidding. Have I been a good boy, Mr. Gibson? Yeah. So, you boys have led me here to your secret base, huh? I guess now you're going to start torturing me. Ah, Oh, my nipples are so tender. Don't squeeze them anymore.
4: That's Mel Gibson? He's not quite as eloquent as I had pictured.
3: I'll bet you want to torture me now,
4: don't you? Dude,
3: what's wrong with him? He's cuckoo, dude. He's absolutely out of his mind. You! You would all love to torture me, wouldn't you? Okay, fine. See what you can fit in there. I can take it, dude. I've been freaked out this whole time because of that guy's movie. Fine. If nobody here is mad enough to torture me, then just give me my eighteen dollars. It's our eighteen dollars. Your movie sucked. You can't say my movie sucked, or else you're saying Christianity sucked.
1: What about you, Jared. Hmm. You've been you're quiet. I I just assume you would hate this. Like, just you're 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 pretty right. uh, strict with your comedy. And I thought that you would not uh, fall for, uh, to quote Tommy Lee Jones, you would not sanction this buffoonery here <laughs> on display from Mel Gibson. Well,
2: <laughs> I'm going to tiptoe around that word. <laughs> I'm not going to use buffoonery. <laughs> I will say it was such a parody of itself. Uh, I mean, very quickly into the movie. I don't think I hated it as much as you guys did. Even still, you know, it's it's pretty grating. <laughs> it gets on your nerves pretty quick. Like <clears throat> it's like comedy was written from people who have no <laughs> no basis whatsoever in the genre of comedy. Shane
1: Black did not apparently write this entry, so I feel I feel good about this because uh, I think
2: that it would have been at least more foul. I rem- I remember them being just a little way well not a little but way more action oriented. I don't know what it was with this certain installment where they went like. <laughs> Let's go bonkers. Let's go, Gonzo. Well, we're so funny. We're going to let uh, Mel Gibson riff on. Well, not Jews now, but eventually he's going <laughs> to Jews or
1: something. I love how Jared starts his his bit in this podcast saying, "I'm going to tiptoe around the word buffoonery," which dies th- right.
0: Curveball. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you never know where I'm coming from.
0: <laughs> Didn't Chris Rock join the cast for the next one? RIP.
2: Yeah.
0: Dare you disrespect that man? The guy took a punch like a big open hand knee hook. It was just buff. Just drove on. Stayed professional.
1: This, you know, we were requested in a thread last night during the the Oscars um, to do an an Academy Awards special. This is it in June. <laughs> we lead the weapon. The 2022 Oscar special. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I thought that uh, the Chris Rock one. I don't remember if I watched it or not. I've never that watched was in 98. that one. I have no recollection
2: yeah. of that one. Didn't think... it have Jet Lee in it as well, or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And also, okay. he's Chris
0: Rock is actually sired a child uh, with uh, Murdoch's daughter. Like, there she's pregnant oh, okay. or something or other. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Is it the same one that in this film they interrupt her acting career? That's her. Uh, by thinking mm-hmm. that yet again they've stumbled into, like, gunplay <laughs> in a parking lot.
2: All these cameras, all these lights.
0: <laughs> do you think that Danny Glover was uh, was right to constantly think that, hey, my daughter's getting banged by this, you know, winged, feathered Australian? Australian.
1: <laughs> yes, I do. I, d- I just, I don't find him a trustworthy human being at all. And I don't. I don't really know why Danny Glover's character, who... Is he perpetually retiring in the series? I thought that was the premise of the first one. So is that just like a running gag? Or is this is it introduced into the Lethal Weapon Cinematic Universe here? But if I have a week left on the job, I want no part of Mel Gibson at all. Especially since he runs into combat at the, the, the slightest irritation here. So yeah, if he comes into uh, my home and is eating dog food and leering at my daughter, I have no idea what his... Crazy minds up to, I um, I did like Rene Russo, Jade. I
2: That's bet you right. did. A little yeah. white woman action. Oh, mm. I gotta break it up a long little. Long legs. Mm. Mm-hmm. Karate breadstick. Yeah. She no. is introduced like <laughs> no an ass. hour into it, though. Mm-hmm.
1: Out and like it takes like this movie's just two hours long. And um, since I didn't, you know, professional podcaster, since I didn't finish it up, who is the bad guy in this movie? Because we, no. I still hadn't gotten. Ugh. Who is it?
2: Jack Travis. <laughs> Rogue Is that the guy at the former hockey game? cop?
1: Yes, that's it. Yeah. A... Joe Pesci gets Ooh. gets shot on the rink of a hockey game. See, that should be amusing, right? That the, those that type of silliness should be amusing and it just Joe it Pesci feels too so much annoying. like a try-hard movie.
0: I did like that. I was kind of mildly amused at the hockey players. Joe actually getting shot? No, the whole, <laughs> hockey players are still checking them as they're trying to do their police work. Mm. The hockey players just come in and obliterate them, as it would take place probably in in real life, right? Like when I uh, say
2: probably in Philly.
0: Yeah, well, I think they were in LA, right? LA Kings were playing. Oh. Clearly, Jared was paying yeah. attention.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you're asking their own, I, I finished the movie, goddammit! How you... <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: how many days did it take you, Jude? Or is this the one oh, sitting man. experience?
2: Well, uh... I usually... I, lethal Weapon was over with my work days, so it was like <laughs> half an hour at lunch where I was mm-hmm. halfway paying mm-hmm. attention.
1: <laughs> I, I think that's why you're being more forgiving. Because I just tried Probably. to make like, Just to go of it straight, and I can't... It was like watching, I guess, Old Vines or something where it's like uh, Britney Furlon or something like it's just so try hard as far as mm. like it's just trying to be zany. Too much mugging. Yeah, oh, it just irritated me. And I mean, Joe Pesci, who I think appears in the second one, he's a recurring. character. I looked character that up. He was in the know. second one. Leo uh, gets Him is this flamboyant real estate, like con man agent of some sort he actually comes across as restrained at times compared to, to Mel and uh, Danny Glover. You know, he just seems like he's just cashing a check. Like he seems like it's very meta. Like, it's like, just please can I stop working with Mel Gibson? Like, just get me through
2: this series. (laughs) Get me away uh, from these
1: white people. (laughs) (laughs) Please. (laughs) You know, Hyro saying that it, uh, uh, prophesies many things about white culture. Uh, the love of, uh, whipping out your gun, on any sort of minority, <laughs> They're just walking the street like Mel, Mel is all over it here. Oh yeah, I didn't get far enough to see how does uh, how does it turn out with uh, Danny Glover's son in this movie? He gets mixed up with a uh, with <laughs> the way they introduce a gang. Is it just young black men standing around on the sidewalk and looks suspicious to me? They yeah. must be <laughs> doing Mel's something. The one that's like those are gang colors, and I don't even know if he says what color. It's just other than black. But <laughs> no, yeah, and is. sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just I don't know. This is kind of like a uncomfortable sort of early nineties material, but um, clearly it's leading down the path that you know his uh, Dan Glover's son will be put in peril. So tell me a story, Jared. Papa Jared, tell me how did that turn <laughs> out? Did he live through this? I'm assuming he did.
2: Amazingly, that story doesn't play into the ending very much, if at all. Um, really?
1: Because I did get to the part where Dan Glover shoots. His friend, and A young man, I guess. It's in the, in the gang. And that's, <laughs> that's his, the it's his son's son.
0: friend. He's like,
1: hey. Yeah. He's, Mel Gibson is too busy barking in his ear saying, it's a good shooting. It's a good killing. It was good. He Clean all the way through. through.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, it essentially becomes, uh, I'm going to take down the people that supplied these guns. Wow. How much did with... you
0: watch, Mike? Like, how, where'd you cut it off?
1: It was over an hour. And I still was like, I, I thought, so the the bad cop at the hockey game I thought it was just goon one to lead us to the big bad. Uh-huh. But you're saying he was the big bad. Yeah, he was the big bad. Terrible. Uh-huh. <laughs> who who is this actor, Hiro? Who I mean, he. this, this see, is a problem right here.
0: Uh, he, what's the the sort Zorro movie? I think it is. Stuart Wilson was in that as as the main baddie. Hmm.
1: The, oh, the Mask of Zorro was sure. Antonio Banderas. Yeah,
0: isn't he? Uh...
1: I was distracted by
2: Catherine Zeta-Jones. He's so. the guy from England, sure. but then
0: he plays Don Rafael Montero
2: we breaking out the rolling of the R's on us Enemy Enemy the ladies the Oh okay the Hot We do have a primarily a female audience here.
1: Strangely <laughs> um, I Mike's trying to they'll do they'll this podcast about.
0: And me and you are on fucking some other planet <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's every episode <laughs> When I listen back I'm just like yeah, it'd be nice to have fucking co hosts I'll tell you that. I don't know what are the talking about, but uh, just roll a clip. Just bring in something
4: else. I'm Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times. And I'm Gene Siskel of the Chicago Tribune. Our first film is Lethal Weapon 3, and seeing it reminds me of a conversation I once had with the legendary director Howard Hawks. I asked him to define a good movie, and he said... A good movie is three good scenes and no bad scenes. Well, Lethal Weapon 3 has one good scene and at least a dozen bad ones. Once again, Mel Gibson and yeah. Danny Glover play yeah. Best Buddy Detectives here in the really dull opening 45 minutes of this movie. They've been busted and they turn into patrol cops. A sample of the dim dialogue here as they bust a jaywalker.
3: Can we speed this up, please? You may have nothing to do. I have things to do today. Okay? No, we can't. So will you shut up?
4: license. Yeah? I, just walking.
3: Walking. Yeah, I don't have it on me, okay? I wasn't driving, okay? I was walking. What, do I need a walking license oh, okay. now? Let's just shoot. Oh, oh,
4: crazy? Oh, Get oh. out of the way, Rod. No, no,
3: I'm no, going to no, drill him. We can make it look like suicide. Get I'm out of the way. way. We can we make, it, make it look not like not suicide. Video camera. Video camera. I don't care. I'm still going to
4: okay. drill him. Get out of the way. Get out of here for him, I'll probably kill you. Along for the ride is the albatross around their neck from Lethal yeah. Weapon 2, Joe Pesci, as Leo gets. When Pesci isn't funny, you know you're watching a bad movie. It's big party. Somebody brought a monkey because the monkey knocked over the salad bar. And this guy
3: comes and introduced me to another guy who wants a favor. I got it. I got it. I got it. And I, I got it. I remember. I remember. I remember. You remember. You remember. You remember. You remember. <laughs> hey, 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 don't do it. Don't let the earring fool you.
4: Okay. A new character is a kung fu fighting detective played by Renee Russo. She dispatches a gang of gun runners led by a crooked cop. <laughs> <laughs> The only good scene in the movie is the romantic one between Mel Gibson and Renee Russo when they undress okay. by comparing scars earned on the job. Pump action, twelve gauge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right like down here. Oh. And through. Oh, that Not too close. Regs, if you were that close, I'd be dead. I can be. It. I can be.
3: It. I love it. I I'll take your word for it. No, no, really.
4: You gotta see this. That's cute and it's fresh, but that's it. The villains in Lethal Weapon 3 couldn't be more bland. They are hardly any threat to these characters. There are too few scenes with Danny Glover's family who are the only vibrant characters in the film, and every bantering scene between Glover and Gibson seems forced as if these guys, these actors, knew that the third time around their quarrelsome act was getting tired, and tired is a good word to describe Lethal Weapon 3, and what I mean by tired between them, Roger, is we know that they love each other, right? And anyone who watches this movie would know that. So why not write it that way? Why not try to redo the it beginning of the It is written that way, Gene. It is written so. that way. Their bantering is based on love. I think okay. you're completely misreading it yeah. if you think it means anything else. I think this movie has three good scenes. I'll name oh. the other two. I love the armored car chase, and I love that scene at the end where they tear up the whole construction site with fire and bulldozers and everything else. Those are good scenes. And I also agree with you. The scene where the foreplay consists of looking at each other's gunshots is a very funny, very effective scene. I enjoyed this movie Rod, more than you did. Obviously. It's not up to the first two, uh, which set a very high standard, but it is an entertaining Roger, movie. Roger, the beginning of this movie, the stuff you named is all in the back half of the picture. Weren't you absolutely bored by the? You said Blitz the motors? first forty-five minutes. Yes. I think you meant to say the first no. seven minutes. No, I'm saying the first the bomb no, scene. I, no, exactly. And then, no, and then, no, no, no. The bomb scene. The jaywalking the is they're dull. They're busted to the beat for about two minutes of screen okay. time, and then the no, no. Uh, chase scene starts with the armored cars. How about Take the stopwatch? How about the it. villains, Roger? Were they interesting? The villains were weak in this movie. The villains were what? Thank you. What? Let that me tell you what. Let me no. We've always said that in action pictures, that the strength of an action picture is defined by the strength of the villain. Because if you don't care what the mm-hmm. problem, we've is always said that out, that's sometimes true. It's we have always, always true. said that it's always it's true. It's always true. Go on to the next film. Okay, our next film is a very peculiar. Let's play the clip, Chris Rock. A we'll see thing. movie named "The Favor." The launch, <laughs> top of the very big <laughs> We always are. You know, what you should do that.
0: That should be like the like the in, worked into every podcast. just clip it out, every single one.
1: Somehow, what what the 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 Chris Rock getting slapped? Yeah, sound effect.
0: Just hmm. slap and then Will
2: <laughs> Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me, and then that's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm telling you, I thought
1: I thought it uh, looked far worse on uh, Will Smith. I'm not talking about like Academy Award attendee decorum. I'm just saying that Chris Rock looks like weighs what a buck seventy at most. Mm. They made that. Like, Skip and Shannon
2: uh or I'm not Skip and Shannon uh yeah whatever the name of that show is they made that point today It's like Chris Rock was like 5 9 like 150 and you still couldn't like level him with Basically
1: <laughs> basically sucker punch He's like leaning into it like mm-hmm. hey, there's my buddy Will Smith and you still can't lay him out and in fact he doesn't really have much of a reaction other than surprise and bewildered well, like that just happened That like, was inconvenient
0: He calls him Richard <laughs> like he, like it's kind of weird like, like he calls You're him by the roll
1: I would expect nothing less—the uh, heft of a Scientologist punch. That's exactly what I would expect from that. Uh, Tom Cruise taught me this. <laughs>
0: Travolta taught me this open-hand smack.
1: <sighs> what else do I have on Lethal Weapon? Does anyone know how this was uh, received quickly, Jared
2: <laughs> I think Rotten Tomatoes is down. If I'm honest, like it's well, what working. did Ebert think about it? Wow. Well. I say you're going to have to give me a second. I've tried to get That's rotten fine. tomatoes to work all day today.
0: Oh yeah, it is down.
2: You know that happened to me once in Hyro.
1: You know, basically accused me of Tomfoolery. Like, oh, it works perfectly for me until you try to type in a movie.
2: <laughs>
1: I think I left that in an episode. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Got the home page right here. Uh, all right, Ebert it gave it section.
2: three stars. The Mm. freshness of the first two Lethal Weapon movies shows signs of setting down in a formula in its third excursion.
1: (laughs) Mm.
2: Thank you, Ebert. They know what they're doing and how to do it. connected
0: with the lust.
2: But we miss the sense of invention that brightened their earlier movies. This one falls back on experience and craftsmanship. (laughs) Sure. Come on.
0: Craftsmanship?
2: (laughs) Craftsmanship. (laughs) He actually used that.
1: (laughs) Not to to speak ill of the dead, but he... uh you know, as I said, just watching just over half the movie. I got very much the uh Gus Vincent vibes from uh Jane's Bob Strike Back, like Goodwill Hunting Two, where he's mm-hmm. just counting his money and doesn't care what the actor's doing. Whatever felt... Ben <laughs> This was very much Mel Gibson, whatever he felt like was amusing at the time. The stupid three Stooges thing, oh, I hate uh oh, I know that's part of like the series, but I just
0: I mean, I it know. even gets like, is... a, like a like an absurd from a a technical standpoint. You know, you mentioned that that shootout with the little gang friend. You know, these guys are hiding behind a porta potty. Have you ever like mm-hmm. touched a mm-hmm. porta potty? It's like hmm. it's pure plastic. You a story here? No. Well you I have some, something juice related. I've had some adventures in porta <laughs> potties. I was in Afghanistan a couple of times and that's all you have. You gotta watch out for those camel spiders. They come out at you they're
1: is big. A, a, I was about to say is that code <laughs> for
0: something? <laughs> but they're they're flimsy, they're thin, you know what I mean? Like, like no, the guys has, has a full stop semi-automatic her. weapon firing at him and he's
2: stop a cop killer bullet with a thin sheet of plastic.
0: <laughs> yeah. The craftsmanship. Is that, that, Thanks, is that good
2: form?
1: You have mm. uh, you know we're doing this podcast. Let's mm. say Spotify buys us. Do what and now? What are we, we doing? <laughs> hey, man, we're you know we're we're making all sorts of accusations about Scientology members. We'd fit right in with the Joe Joe Rogan Network. I mean, I think you know there'd be some crossover there. But for whatever reason, uh, you know Jared or myself, uh, we have to lose Hyro in retirement. Uh, which I don't know. This actually this would be a good thing to bring up, uh, Jared. Mm. Uh, you have someone gunning for your job, Hyro
0: someone wants your seat oh no who is this who is this uh, monster
1: you know she them. rides in on a horse and she's oh. like you know what would make the show better <laughs> replace that
2: less less color yes <laughs> more white claws less spaniards
0: more banging of the microphone onto the table
2: <laughs> what we you were so close to getting replaced <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I, should, I shouldn't have even introduced that because we're recording these out of order, so the like the continuity of the show. I think that oh. comes next week. Mm. There you go. You have something to look forward to. Uh, a woman with great disdain uh, for for Hiro on this show.
2: Brother but let's say, Nolan of <laughs> let's say so it was podcasts. Let's say it was Hiro's
1: last week. Last week on the show, and he's like, "I'm going to retire with my Spotify mm. money." Like basically, what happens here is. Dan Glover is imploring his friend, like, please stop pulling your gun out and getting us in. Whether they're good shootings or bad, how about we just go sit at the office and not chase down, not only just leads, but let's just not chase down minorities and attack them through the streets of LA. <laughs> so when they are, uh, you know, sitting back, uh, you, uh, I think in the locker room, you have Dan Glover, his gun accidentally goes off. So what does Mel do to, like, calm his nerves? Uh, shows him that out on the streets there are these cop-killing armor-piercing bullets, so it's like, hey, buddy, you don't have to wear your girdle or body armor anymore because it doesn't fucking matter if they want to kill you, they're going to kill you. What, what is what was the point of that scene? What what was what were they attempting to? Another to attempting to ratchet up the stakes for our characters, but why would Mel Gibson do that to his partner? Set him on edge further. <laughs>
2: Just in case you thought about retiring, pal, <laughs> they have super bullets now.
1: <laughs> Is it yet another racist attack from Mel Gibson, where he's just he wants this uh, psychological meltdown of this old black man? Like I don't, they never explain it. They never explain what good that's going to do. Like you could have that same scene with him by himself and him like, oh, I I don't know if I should tell my buddy this. Like should I keep this from him so we can just get through the week? But no, he like shows him, hey. Here's what could happen to you.
0: Did you get to the? Oh, uh, I don't get this. Movie. Did you get to the drunken fight, Uh when they're like drunk on the boat? No, no. Okay, well, you know, Danny Glover is is violently drunk. He's got like a whole fit of Jack Daniels. Good. You he know, he's, it. he's uh he's laying his anger out onto Mel Gibson, and Mel Gibson retaliates. How how he wants Danny Glover's family, you know, and that's his old family. So when he retires them, and how much he means to it, I think that Mel might be. Uh, Working his way into trying to just replace the guy, you know, like a Hmm. single white female I think they're going
1: to notice. I think there's a a slight change between the two, but I don't know if Mel fits in with the the black family, but he seems to, he seems to think that he's, I don't know. I don't remember in the first one, him being, I thought he was, he opens the first film with a gun in his mouth. Like he has a death wish.
0: I think that's all the movies. That's the whole point.
1: But so this one, he's just decided he's going to be the family man. That's the arc we have of his character. He's, he's in he love like with Danny Glover. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he wants Danny Glover for himself
1: forever. Uh, so we're getting into the the theme of 1992, where it's uh, mm-hmm. some sort of possible erotic thriller, where yeah, he'll be replaced. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that's something. If it wasn't the daughter thing, if it was, he was trying to put the moves on Glover's wife, sure. But the daughter thing's a little. A little icky for me. Maybe not for Hyro. Maybe that worked for you.
0: She was of age. She was care. out there in movies. <laughs>
1: Too old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically in a retirement community in her early 20s. <laughs> Who cares? Cool. I think they'll do it for Lethal Weapon. Uh, start of our like summer season here. Uh, I will now have to refer to notes. I've been referring to this as a June episode. It's actually coming out May 16th. So, um Yes, uh, Dr. Whiteclaw will appear on the next episode (laughs) unless I decide to re-record it once I listen to the audio tracks.
0: (laughs) God, I can't wait to hear that.
1: Ah, that one may come out in Christmas. You know that'll that'll put a full stop to the the podcast as I uh, in the the editing. I'm like, yeah, this this hobby. I get, I don't have Spotify money, so why the fuck am I doing
2: this? <laughs> that'll be a cutting room floor episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's our anthology episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. You should just release just,
0: it unedited, <laughs> just like banging on the table and all the gold, <laughs> in all its glory. <laughs>
1: We're really selling it to our listeners. (laughs) Man, we've got a good one for you. The people who made it (laughs) don't want it to come out. I don't know. It's fine. And, you know, it'll fit with our attacking, I guess, Scientologist theme. This is our our late Oscar special. Tom Cruise. Who I I don't think we actually attack in the next episode, but it's fine. We'll make it work. The
4: Scotch and the Rocks. Please. Any Scotch
3: will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps,
4: maybe a Gow, any Glen. I'm gone. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred.
2: Welcome back to Attack of the Third. I'm your host, Night Owl Joe.
3: And I'm your co-host, Darn That Dave. Okay, cowboy. Here's
0: the odds. The time has come. Time for adventure. It's nail biting time again. And this
4: time, this time, this time with a vengeance. This time, it's personal. It couldn't possibly get any worse.
3: Okay, so... Joe, I, as I mentioned at the close of our last episode, I watched all four of these movies, and I cannot believe how well these movies hold up, how good these movies still are. Like, this is, there's a reason this is seen as, like, kind of the ultimate buddy cop movie. Um, Because they are. (laughs) Not only they are, but they're so much better than that. Oh, yeah. Like, Like, I think it sells it short to just call it a buddy cop movie. Even so, I mean, when did the when did the first one come out? So the first lethal weapon came out in 1987. Yeah. So I was eight years old and I am very old. So this is a long time ago. And yet Yeah, there's some stuff that doesn't age well in some of these movies. There's some gay panic stuff, which is, you know, it's the 80s and 90s. I expect it. And as a queer person, I don't even get upset about it. Like if it was made in the 2020s, yes, I would be really annoyed. But it's the 80s and 90s. I grew up in the 80s and 90s. I remember. So it's fine. Um, But it's so rare to see two men, especially in an action movie, care about each other this much like they oh yeah they love each other so hard